You know, I got no stake in the boomers versus millennials debate, or I don't know, whatever you would call it. But the quote, I've removed my Invisalign and here is the album, which is a line by Billie Eilish, all of 19 years old, has got to be one of the greatest flexes I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, we get it. You're more talented than we are. You have four more Grammys than we have, and you're decades younger. Got it. Welcome to the Maximize Your Medicare podcast. My name is Jay O. I am the author of Maximize Your Medicare. The 2020-2021 edition has been newly published by Allworth Press, It's available anywhere you can buy a book. The official website for the book is www.maximizeyourmedicare.com. As always, today is not financial advice, and you do need to keep up to date because facts change, situations change, and what I may have said on a prior podcast may not be true today. Today we're going to turn to Medicare Advantage and its increasing popularity. The current market share of Medicare Advantage is in the 30s of percent, and CEOs of insurance companies believe that is going to be up to 50% over time, which would basically represent 30 million Medicare Advantage policyholders. There are a lot of issues swirling around Medicare Advantage plans, and all of the different topics around it. And it can be pretty complicated for a number of reasons. So let me first start out by saying that, you know, my firm and I personally have recommended Medicare Advantage to certain individuals because it fit their health and financial situation the best. It provided the features that the client wanted. And basically what my role is, is to filter out the many selections that may be available in your location to be able to find out what the best fit actually looks like. Now, the reason for that, you know, swerve into describing what I do in certain, in those cases is it does tell you about some of the many complications that can exist. If you go on YouTube, and you take a look across the many videos and you know maximize your medicare has its own youtube channel what you'll find is a lot of videos which compare medigap plans okay medigap plans are the standardized plans lettered a through n medicare supplement medicare supplemental there's a grid it exists on maximizeyourmedicare.com it is a standardized grid that is one set of plans that can be used to augment original Medicare, which is the federal red, white, and blue card. The other set of plans is called Medicare Advantage. Generally speaking, you're talking about 30 plans, high 20 in terms of Medicare Advantage plans, which can include prescription drug plans. The overwhelming majority include both and both drug and health benefits in one package. What happens here is the Medicare Advantage carrier and insurance company 
takes control of the entirety. They are creating annual contracts, ones that run from January to January. And all of the moving parts move every year. In the book, I detail the way to look through Medicare Advantage plans and to understand their certain features. And briefly speaking, you must understand the network. I can't stress this more strongly, strongly enough, which is that you need to make sure that the network is correctly fit. Because the last thing I want our clients to do is to find out that they're going to a primary care physician who doesn't accept their Medicare Advantage plan. Now we have a host of different issues. And depending on the plan, you can have very, very different cost structures or cost responsibilities. And in a particular type of Medicare Advantage plans, a pure traditional HMO, and you go to a primary care physician who does not accept your plan, then you can also not get a referral either from that primary care physician. So you do need to understand network. I can't stress this more strongly. Today's podcast, though, is really about the way that, you know, people are informed about Medicare Advantage plans. So there's almost no question that if you're listening to this podcast or someone you know is a Medicare beneficiary, they have received a lot of mail. There are infomercials during the annual election period. There are commercials year-round which tell you, yes, there are these plans and you can have dental, vision, all these extra benefits, and et cetera, et cetera, on top of what Medicare gives you. And those are not wrong. Okay, so let me first say that these commercials and the advertisements that you received are not likely to be wrong. Okay, the challenge, however, is that It is not necessarily the information that you need to distinguish across the approximately 30 plans that exist in your area. They don't tell you what you need to know in order to understand whether or not this is the best plan for your situation in your location. Now, I mentioned, I just stated location, and it's important. You know, you can't call up your cloned brother five states away and say, hey, What Medicare Advantage plan should I sign up to? That is not going to work because the Medicare Advantage plans, even with the same name, can be notably different. And like I said, because just from the network alone can be different, even if the plan has the same name. So you need to be careful. Okay. So now you've seen these advertisements and these commercials and Over the recent years, the trend has been, and the reason for today's podcast took us seven minutes to get to it, some of the pieces of mail include the name of your doctor or may include the name of a hospital system. Now, formally speaking, this is not illegal, right? It's not, there are no rules to say that the doctor can't send this out to you or the hospital can't send this out to you. It is very important to note, however, that that does not mean that this is the only plan that your doctor or hospital will accept. It's very important to understand this and that you actually need to check. And, the, and candidly speaking, the reason I don't love these letters, 
I don't love these letters, right? I don't love these letters because it looks and feels like an endorsement. It looks and feels like a recommendation. So now you've got a healthcare provider making a financial recommendation to you because they're recommending something that is health insurance, a financial contract. It's a little unseemly to me. That said, it's not illegal. So the reason I tell people and the reason I'm saying on the podcast here today that you need to look is because you need to look through all of the rest of your moving parts, right? It can be fine that your doctor has sent a letter from Medicare Advantage Plan 1, okay? But what happens if the prescription coverage under Medicare Plan 1 is not optimal for you and that it is best at Medicare Advantage Plan number 2? Let's just say you have other specialists. Do they all belong to Medicare Advantage Plan 1? In other words, you know, there's a number of moving parts. And unfortunately, these letters leave the impression, from my perspective, they leave the impression like, you know, if you want to stay with me as your trusted doctor that, or trusted hospital system, that you should enroll in this particular plan. Maximize Your Medicare is very clear. It is not written with the idea, hey, you absolutely must do anything. What you other than defend yourself in what's in your best interest as far as getting the coverage you want at the lowest overall cost. On the last pod, I spoke with a healthcare consultant and he revealed that there are financial incentives going on between accountable care organizations, ACOs, and Medicare. So, what ends up happening is if they beat certain cost and performance measures, they get bonuses. Well, further investigation, further calls by me to other people involved in this entire system have revealed, in fact, that certain monies are being transferred or being paid when membership of Medicare Advantage plans increases. It gives you a sense of the gray area here. And no, no one's asking, Jay. Right? No one's asking me, okay, what are the rules supposed to look like? I'm just putting myself in the shoes of the buyer. I'm putting my shoes myself in the shoes of the person who doesn't understand Medicare to start and has trusted a doctor or hospital system for a long time, who doesn't understand that health insurance and health care are actually two different topics. And then they get this letter. So you remember that I was mentioning YouTube and the fact that Maximize Your Medicare has a YouTube channel, and there are many other channels, don't get me wrong, right? And I don't discourage people from taking a look around. I'm biased, obviously. What is striking, however, is the fact that you don't have a lot of guides on how to choose Medicare Advantage. And the reason is that And one reason that this exists is because it is very difficult, meaning very cumbersome, time-consuming in order to be up to speed on all of the different Medicare Advantage plans and the pros and cons. This does remind me of the fact that on my Facebook feed, you know, I belong to different forums that have to do with you know, insurance marketing and which includes Medicare marketing. And an agent said, 
ask the question to an intermediary. Hey, I know it's early, but can you help point out the pros and cons of Medicare Advantage plans versus each other? Now, this points out something pretty scary, actually. And it looks innocent, right? I mean, it looks like an innocent question by a well-meaning agent, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, I want to be able to present the comparison to others. Yeah, yeah, no. This is not as innocent as it looks. Number one, a carrier is absolutely 100% disallowed from actively comparing its plan to some other plan in any location that is allowed to be shared to the public. You will never see a flyer from a carrier saying we're better than our comp- com- competition's plan. That That is a, the no-fly zone for sure. This is one reason that people don't really love the advertisements, right? The receivers, you, the recipients of these mailings are a little dissatisfied because they kind of understand that this is not necessarily the information required to make a decision because they also know that there are 30 plans in the area. The hidden scary thing here is the fact that the financial person in this instant, the agent, you know, this rule is pretty clear and it's pretty obvious. So the fact that this question is even asked is weird. It's just weird. It's evidence of that person not actually knowing what the rules are that govern Medicare. And it kind of reminded me of the YouTube channel because, you know, I'm looking on YouTube and I'm watching these videos by others and all I'd see is a bunch of explanations of Medigap without really any explanation about Medicare Advantage or any guidelines here. Now, I'm pretty careful, right? In other words, I've run cases. You can see the video, the longer videos on there and how to actually use the Medicare Plan Finder. And am I talking myself out of business? Probably. Can a person really do this at home for themselves? Maybe. Can they do so and compare all the different plans? Maybe. That, you know, and, I, and some of, the, the, of you are never going to send me an email or ever going to call me, right? Which I accept. That, and obviously, my book sits in the dominant library systems throughout the United States. It's not as if everyone calls me. That, that I get. But it's also worrisome that a person who represents themselves as an expert to others has this question running in the background, meaning, hey, can you give me kind of a Reader's Digest or the cliff notes to how to compare all these plants? There's no shortcut to the work. We do it for our clients. That a person would even pose this question makes me question their ability to give financial advice. That's it for today. Um, We'll have further podcasts later this week. If you have questions, jae at maximizeyourmedicare.com. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, anywhere you digest your podcast. I'm Jay. Speak to you the next time. Mm-hmm.